0: what is going on everybody happy friday and welcome back inside the lab that is the locked on fantasy hockey podcast we are jazzed up for today's episode because we are starting a countdown of the top 10 best players in the nhl we're breaking it all down for you including big time bets we're gonna kick off with the 10 to 6 slots of the top 10 let's get right to it and let's get this money
1: Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You heard the music and you know what time it is. It is time for the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Friday edition. My friends, we have made it through a hectic week in our personal lives and in the NHL news has been fast and furious and Steele and I need to take a little step back and break this all down. And that means taking a look at the 10 best players in the NHL. We're going to break that all down. Starting with the 10 to six slots on today's episode, you can get the five to one on Monday's episode. When we are back next week, you know, we got big time bets upcoming for Friday night's board. It's been a little hit and miss, but we're hoping it's more hit than miss for Friday's games. Thank you for making us your first listen. Every single day we see and appreciate you. And still, when I say I'm fired up for episodes, people are probably like, Flip comes on here every single time and spouts <laughs> off at the mouth how he's excited. By the way, today's episode brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. And yeah, Steele, I am just straight up and down, fired up. This is a difficult conversation. I'm intrigued to see who you have on your list. I know we're not going to have the same top ten players. Big time bets is also going to be an intriguing conversation later in the show. But let's get right into it, my friend. I'm going to fermé la bouche and hand it over to you. Who's your 10th, number 10, best player in the NHL? Man, I'm just fired up even saying it because this is going to be an interesting one. There are a lot of good players to choose from. Who are you looking at at your number 10? And we're talking about currently best in the NHL, not overall. Who are the 10 best in the NHL as we speak?
1: Yeah, this is definitely a very awesome topic to discuss. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that we're doing this, but look, there's a ton of, ton of talented players that could have been on the top 10 list for me uh guys like Kaprizov who I absolutely love not in the top 10 oh my Nathan- goodness Nathan McKinnon not in the top 10 right now oh my goodness. there are a ton of guys and the guy who just squeaked into the 10th spot for me is Austin Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leafs he oh is my 10th my best goodness. player in the league right now look We all know that he struggled at the beginning of the season. Same kind of thing last year in October as well. We've seen him start to pick it up a little bit more over the last two to three weeks. Uh, 13 goals, 30 points in 27 games. Still playing phenomenal. I love the fact that he's getting more physical with his game as well. 115 shots, 30 blocks in 45 45 hits. He only had 62 blocks in 67 hits just last year alone. So we can see that number exponentially growing this season. I like the fact that he's getting more physical. Like I said, he's starting to put his body on the line. He's not just a skilled player. Now he's rounding out his entire game, the defensive zone as well. 11.3 shooting percentage though, right now is not good Mm -hmm. enough for Austin Matthews. That's That's not him. It's not him right now. We know that he's been uh, struggling to score goals. It's starting to pick up a little bit, but he is my in my, in my tenth spot right now, and that, uh, that's Austin Matthews. This
0: is going to be a long episode, <laughs> and we have to keep these to thirty minutes. We are part of the Locked On Network, and we are grateful to be a part of that network. But we got to keep these episodes episodes short and sweet. <laughs> and I don't know, you're throwing a lot of hot takes already right I off am, the bat. I am indeed. I gotta I gotta slow down and have a drink of water here because. Every play, you almost omitted half of my list right off the bat. <laughs> Number 10 steal. And why I'm going to, maybe I'll preamble this. Because what you're saying about Austin Matthews is somewhat accurate, but the Toronto Maple Leafs are arguably the best team in the NHL right now. And that has a lot to do with exactly what you're saying with Austin Matthews rounding out that two-way game. I need some more respect on Austin Matthews' name. He's higher up my list. Number 10, Tage Thompson. I know he's probably higher up your list and you're rolling your eyes. But aside from this six goal game, I'm looking at 12 hits. I'm looking at seven block shots. He is not in the top 10 other than these impressive streak of games. The Buffalo Sabres are scoring at will. And he is putting up some impressive offensive numbers. You're telling me he's better than Kirill Kaprazov and Nathan McKinnon? That is an, that's not right. Those players are deadly. Those players are lethal. Tage Thompson's starting to put his name in that mix. And this is a subjective list that we're going to have fun with. But Tage Thompson deserves to be in this top 10 right now because of the impressive performances he's putting up. And almost carrying this team on his back, aside from Rasmus Dalin, who is an honorable mention, could be in my top 10, didn't make it steal. But come on now. Tage Thompson is not better than Austin Matthews. He's not better than Kirill Kaprizov. He's not better than Nathan McKinnon. And you're slipping if you don't have McKinnon ahead of these guys. I don't know. This is going to be a long episode.
1: As of right now, Tage Thompson is better than all three of those guys. And it pains me to say that because I'm huge fans of all three of those guys, Matthews, McKinnon, and Kaprizov. It, It pains me to do this. But Tage Thompson, Tage Thompson as of right now is better than all three of them. I'll get to him later in my list, but at number nine, I have Nikita Kucherov at number nine. Eleven goals, thirty-seven points in twenty-five mm. games. To me, he's probably got the best vision and passing ability right behind Connor McDavid in the game right now. Yeah, everything facilitates yep. through Nikita Kucherov, even on the power play. Even though Hedman or Sergachev is at the top of the blue line, you know at least one defenseman there. The power play runs through Nikita Kucherov. That's how they get all of their scoring opportunities, whether it's him dishing it cross stream to Steven Stamkos, dishing yeah. it in the slot to Braden Point, down low uh, to, to Patrick Maroon or whoever's in front of the net, Corey Perry, or taking a one timer from Victor Hedman. Everything facilitates through Nikita Kucherov. He's an absolute dragon beast on the power play. Nice. And we haven't talked a lot about Kucherov and the Tampa Bay Lightning no, this year because they've been pretty bad, but Kucherov has been great. And
0: turning it around, thank you for mentioning Nikita (laughs) Kucherov. 37 points. He's sitting in fifth for the most points in the NHL. Thank you for mentioning everything you did. You teed it up nicely for me because he's not even going to be on today's episode. He's so high on my list that he is going to be on Monday's episode. I'll tease it and explain it then. But thank you for teeing it up nicely. The player on my number nine spot, Steele. I know this is already an awesome episode because... I don't think he's probably in your top 10, and he really needs to be. Number one, he's six years older than anyone else in the top 10 in scoring, and it's Sidney Crosby. He is still one of the best players in the NHL. 15 goals, 20 assists, and also just a very quick dive into the numbers. If you're talking about getting it done and being clutch, he has two more game-winning goals than anyone in the top 15. He has four game-winning goals this season, And if you haven't paid attention and we're going to get to big time bets and the Pittsburgh Penguins are on my list, the Penguins are playing very good right now. Eight and two. And the big reason why? Number 87. Don't even start to talk to me that Tage Thompson's on your list ahead of guys like Sidney Crosby because that's not making a lot of sense. Although. I'm loving what I'm seeing from guys like Thompson, so I'm I'm excited to hear your explanation. (laughs) Sidney Crosby's got to be in my top 10 steal and he's at number nine.
1: Don't worry. Sidney Crosby is still ahead of Tage Thompson on my list. Look, there's a ton of guys. I love this conversation already. At number eight, though, I've got Mitchell Marner. Again, going back Mm. to the Toronto Maple Leafs at number eight. Ten goals, 32 points in 27 games. To me, he's been by far the best player for the Toronto Maple Leafs ahead of Austin Mm. Matthews. I would even throw John Tavares ahead of Austin Matthews right now, even though he's not on the top ten list. Look, 20-game points streak. We'll see what happens against these LA Kings if he can continue that. Hopefully he does. But it's absolutely incredible to see uh, what he's able to do. And for me, what really put him on this list is the fact that he's become one of the biggest specialists on the penalty kill Mm. in the National Hockey League. The fact that he is able to create these turnovers in the offensive zone, create scoring chances, kill time off the clock as well, And he's been doing this over the last two to three years. He's putting his body on the line for such a small guy as well. It's absolutely incredible to see. He's got to be on the list in the top 10 for best players in the NHL right now. He is
0: definitely on my honorable mentions list who just did not make the cut because best players in the NHL right now. Yes, but does he fill out those peripheral categories that you actually mentioned Austin Matthews is doing this year with hits and block shots and that kind of a thing that Marner just does not. So when you're talking about best, I'm also trying to bring in that fantasy angle because, look, you're not wrong for saying um, Mitch Marner is in the top 10 for the best players in the league right now. He's breaking records, and he is on an impressive historical heater. But let's get to our friends at betonline.net. Before Steele and I break down our seven, six numbers, actually, I haven't even hit you with my number eight, which is going to be a nice segue, but let me – Tell you about our friends at betonline very quickly because today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net, your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis this season. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to hoops to soccer, World Cup action, esports, just like Steel and I's latest lines. They have you covered at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, just like the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast, You can find even more of those over at bet online as well, where they have the fastest and easiest ways for you to get all your betting fix head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more
1: bet online where the game starts. Thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast, your first listen every single day for your next listen, please check out the locked on sports today podcast available on the odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcast and make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love and support out there and flip real quick before we get to the guy who's in your eighth slot. Mm. Every single person that's on my top 10 list is in top is in the top 20 for fantasy points this season. So it's Mm. been a little bit of shuffling those guys around, but even though those peripheral stats, like you mentioned, Mm. I, I agree with you that Mitchell Marner's stats in the blocks and hits obviously aren't up there, but He's still in the top 10 for me. And actually to go on that point, Mitchell Marner actually had more hits than Austin Matthews last year. So that's an interesting stat. That was very shocking to see for me, but he actually had more hits than Matthews last year. Interesting stat. And when you go to that quick little, you know, there is a tool on ESPN.
0: You can do the player Raider. You know, obviously the top few are going to be quite obvious. They have Mitchell Marner sitting outside the top 20. And I have a feeling that that does factor in those banger leagues. While what you're saying is accurate, I think we're both making good points here and let me just get to my 8th because I know we're talking about the best in the NHL right now but for me this is maybe I'm taking a different angle because if you're going to pick Austin Matthews over Mitch Marner or Ma- Mitch Marner over Miss Matt Mitch <laughs> Holy frig Mitch Marner <laughs> over Austin Matthews I should say I'm just saying I'm not believing it because Austin Matthews is the better player and he fits right in in my number 8 slot steal Nine points over his last five games, and I'm liking what I'm seeing. Actually, you made a lot of the points I was going to bring up, and you're right spot on. Look, we can go back and forth all day about these 10 to 6 spot. I think that might be the most subjective part of this conversation when it comes to the best players in the NHL because something tells me, our top five are going to be a lot more similar than our six to 10. Although I did tease about Nikita Kutrov, but yeah, man, I just love Austin Matthews so much. Can he be better? Yes, indeed. But take a look at how good this Toronto Maple Leafs team has been overall in a big part due to Mitch Marner as well. I'm going to spit these names out Steele. but Hey, <laughs> it's just special stuff going on right now for the Toronto Maple Leafs in general. Why don't you hit me with your next guy?
1: Well, here it is. Tage Thompson at number seven on my top 10 list. He's mm. becoming a fan favorite across the league very, very quickly. This guy yep. came out of nowhere and is taken the league by storm. 21 goals, 40 points in 27 games. Obviously a huge help to that six point night uh, against the Columbus Blue Jackets the other huge. day where yeah. he jumped over three or four guys on the scoring list as well. Yeah. He had 68 points in 78 games last year. He already has, like I said, 40-27 and 27 this year alone. It's absolutely phenomenal. And mm. what I've seen from from Tage Thompson, he's got a mixture of all these players I love. He's got a shot like Ovechkin. He's got speed like McDavid for such a guy his size. Mm. And he's got hands like Patrick Kane. I've talked about his silky smooth. Hands
0: hand are himself. special, yeah.
1: Hands are special. And for a guy who's 6'7", 220 pounds, the fact that he can do all of that, is absolutely incredible. And like I said, him and Jason Robertson have really just taken over the league, in my opinion, this season. Jason
0: Robertson has a little bit more respect, in my opinion, due to his caliber. Tage Thompson has been floating around in the NHL for a number of years. And if I have to poke holes in what he's done, it's taken him a lot longer to develop. Jason Robertson has been getting it done right from the jump. And I have to poke holes in what you're saying, Steele, because Tage Thompson (laughs) is far too high on your list when we're talking about guys like... Austin Matthews and Nathan McKinnon, who I have next on my list. And look, him going down with injury now throws a wrinkle into his fantasy value. That is for sure. But you and I have talked about this player. He was so good last year for the Colorado Avalanche. He is still earned that respect. He's also, I believe, sitting tied for eighth overall with points. Let me check that. That is correct. He is tied for eighth with 34 points. Goal numbers down, though. And that's why I felt a little bit risky putting him this high on my list because eight goals so far in, although five games less, or sorry, five games, man, I'm bad at counting. Three games less than Tage Thompson. He's only played 23 games, still has 34 points. He's still bringing that edge. And look, maybe I'm just looking at this as an overall quality of hockey and the players that I'm looking at. Nathan McKinnon is a better hockey player than Tage Thompson. Is he better right now? That's where I'm going to agree with you, Steele. I don't mind the ranking that you have. But, man, this has been an intriguing conversation already. If you don't mind, I'm going to hit you with my number six slot very quickly. Let's hear it.
1: Let's hear it.
0: Do you want to guess who it is? Actually, you know what? We don't do this very often. Who do you think? I already told you Kucherov's in the top five. Who's number six? Uh, David Pashinak, maybe. Maybe he's a little higher. is a little higher. He's got to be as well. It's key, real, the thrill, the bill. Okay, yeah. Number six. And look, Steele, I understand that he started slow. If not for Jason Robertson, who thank you for highlighting. You've been doing a great job of highlighting the things that I want to do on today's show. So thank you very much. I took a sneak peek at your list before we jumped on. Yeah, well, you know, I knew you are up to something over here. No one's talking about Kaprizov right now because of how good Robertson and Marner have been. How about a 13-game heater for Kaprizov? Nine goals, 11 assists. My goodness, throw some respect back on my boy Kaprizov. Steel, let's not get crazy here. You know how high I am on this player, and you turned me on to him, number one. This is a special player. I don't know how you don't have Kaprizov in the top 10 right now. It I'm a pains little bit dis- me, man. I'm disappointed in you because <laughs> of how hard you've stuck to your Minnesota guns. Kaprizov, I listed off the numbers this season. 17 goals, 16 assists, 107 shots on net, and getting better. The Minnesota Wild have had their struggles. Kaprizov is getting it done,
1: and he is just getting warmed up. Yeah, and look, it, it pains—like I said at the beginning—it pains me not to have him on this list. And I know he's on a 13-game heater right now. Okay. To me, it's just he's not helping his team enough win these games. I know it's not solely just on him, okay. but he is the superstar and franchise player who really needs to okay. dig deep in these situations. So even though he's getting the points, he's not helping the team win. Right let now, you get away overall, with that. One. And for Nathan McKinnon, it's the six point eight or six point nine percent shooting percentage right now that's really killed me. not and, enough and goals, him off yeah. my list. You might actually think I'm crazy, but I am not crazy oh, no. at all for the guy I have at number six. Oh, no. Eric Carlson from the San Jose Sharks is in the top ten right now. He oh, is no. in the top ten flip that's and weird. for good reasons, 11 goals and 35 points in 29 games. This is just as of right now, this season in the first two and a half, three months we've Mm -hmm. seen in the NHL, Mm -hmm. a lot of people thought his career would have been over or practically over, at least never would have been the same. And I'm one of those guys as well, but what he's been able to do this season has been unbelievable for a guy Who's his age? And, you know, he's obviously not in his prime right now. He's only 32 years old, and it looks like he's back to his form from when he was in his prime with the Ottawa Senators. He's already matched his total points this year to last year in 21 less games. He's at 35 points. He's averaging over 25 minutes of ice time, which is two more minutes than he averaged the last two seasons combined as well. So for Uh. me, a guy, Eric Carlson, who a lot of people doubted, uh, for a guy who a lot of league managers or team managers drafted him in the last three rounds of their draft as well. Mm. Got an absolute steal. He is for sure in the top 10 players as of right now in the NHL.
0: Got a steal. All of that is accurate. I hear you, but no, disagree. Not even close. Also, <laughs> you brought up a point the last time. If and I'm going to hold it against you because you're using it to support your other points, helping his team win and helping his team perform The San Jose Sharks have allowed the second most goals against. He's not helping his team win. And Eric Carlson is not even close to the top five best defensemen in the NHL. Even right now, he has had a very fluky start to the season. Good on him. Good on GM's fantasy value, hundred percent. Not going to take away from those points you're making. Those are accurate. Eric Carlson is not a top five defenseman right now. The San Jose
1: Sharks are a lot different than the Minnesota Wild, though. A lot
0: different. I'm just you said helping his team win. He's not helping his team win if they're allowing no expectations on
1: the San Jose Sharks. There's expectations on. Okay, you're
0: right. You're (laughs) right. And hey. The fact that we've gotten to this point in the episode and we haven't gotten too heated is impressive. Countdown from five to one of the top five
1: NHL players coming up Monday. Big time bets coming up right now. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Appreciate all the love and support. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get to the big-time bets, where the money is made. Hopefully, Flip and I can turn things around because we're a little bit on a cold streak. The ice are not in the veins right now for either of us. But earlier on in this episode, you were talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins. You alluded to them a little bit. And that's where I'm starting right now with my first pick. Thank you. Penguins on the money line, minus 148 against the Buffalo Sabres. Yes. Eight, one, and one in their last 10 games. They're on absolute fire, like you said. I'm taking the money line, though, because in the last Mm -hmm. 10 matchups between the Sabres, the Penguins have won six out of the last 10. So they've been pretty close uh, in those 10 matchups. Obviously, a little bit more ahead for the Penguins. That's why I'm taking them on the money line. Plus, they're on this 8-1-1 heater. Hey,
0: Pens are also 6-1 in their last seven games on the road. They are also 13-5 in their last 18 against the Buffalo Sabres on the road. Everything is screaming Penguins. That's also my first pick of the night, Steel. Penguins on the money line. I couldn't come in here bringing all this talk about Sidney Crosby and not be wagering on the pens. I was also taking a look at a bold pick here, Steele, which I stayed away from because of what the Buffalo Sabres just did. I was going to get spicy with the under, which was a bold take. I had to stay away. I had to back up off it. (laughs) Penguins... Good road team, 8-2 and two in their last 10, 9-4 in their last 13 against the Sabres overall. This is just making so much sense, Steele. If you don't mind, I'll hit you with my second pick Go because you talked this team up a little bit the other night and for good reason. Now all of a sudden, this Winnipeg Jets team, Connor Hellebuck is in the mix for a Vesna, And I yeah. think you and I said something the other day about riding a hot goaltender. I think I was talking about Ilya Sororkin. If you have a kind of goaltender like Connor Hellebuck or Ilya Sororkin and the rest of your team, a.k.a. the Islanders, the Winnipeg Jets, might leave a lot to be desired. You get in the playoff steal. Anything can happen, in my opinion, with goaltenders of that caliber. The Winnipeg Jets are now in first place in this division, tied with the Dallas Stars. I'm going to stop my preamble because this just feels like a right spot to bet on the Winnipeg Jets, and I'm going to hammer them on the puck line against the Chicago Blackhawks. They just blew out the Blackhawks last week. The Blackhawks are not a good team, and I'm going to continue to hammer against them. On the road, puck line, bet a little bit bold, steel, but give me the Jets on the puck line, minus one and a half. They are going to demolish the Chicago Blackhawks tonight.
1: They've been great recently. Every single time, the last week that I've chosen, they've hit out for me as well. My second pick, though, I'm going back to the Minnesota Wild on the money line plus 109 against these Edmonton Oilers. I know the Oilers just put up a score 8-2 to against the Coyotes, but that's, that's, the, that's the Coyotes. They're not a good franchise either right no. now. And honestly, like, I watched the Calgary Flames game against the Wild the other day. It was a pretty good game. They got stuck in, in a really bad situation in the first five minutes of the second period where they allowed three goals straight when they were up 2 nothing. That's not going to happen again. The Wild are going to shut down these Oilers, Flurry's going to be a lot better as well. I'm taking Mm, the Wild on the money line. But my lock of the night, after seeing that Coyotes game, Mm. I'm taking the Bruins on the puck line against these Coyotes. The Bruins are absolutely unstoppable right now. The Coyotes are stoppable for, for obvious reasons. So that's the lock of the night, Bruins on the puck line.
0: Allmark throwing up another shutout
1: (laughs) just looking
0: absolutely godly out there right now Steele, I don't throw out that term very often but my man is 15 one and oh or something insane like it's just crazy. Thank you for bringing up this Minnesota wild game it's sometimes weird that you and I do this you've literally teed up almost everything I've wanted to mention (laughs) on today's episode. But I'm taking a bit of a different angle with this. And no, I'm not betting on the Edmonton Oilers. Let me hit you with some stats here on this total because, you know, that's basically been the only thing winning for me this year. (laughs) So listen up, people. If you're going to bet on one of my picks, it's probably going to be this one. The total has gone over the number in six of the last seven Edmonton games overall. The total gone over the number in seven of Minnesota's last seven games games and let me just throw this out at you the total has gone over the number in four of the last five games between these two and I am taking the over again Mark andre Fleury has not looked good he's looked better than at the start of the season he's yeah. still letting in goals Minnesota while I don't hate the angle here giving up a lot of goals Edmonton allows some premium goals and scoring at will right now this is just screaming like an over steal I don't need to explain anything more Recent games, recent trends, and two teams that are scoring and allowing a lot of goals give me the over as my lock of the night. Six and a half right now, minus 115. That's a good
1: price. I'm going to hammer this one. Absolutely love that. Pro- I probably You know what? I actually might parlay that with a couple of my picks there as you go. well you, just sir. to keep it a little bit interesting on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast it's your first listen every single day. Appreciate all the love and support. Really, really appreciate that. Make sure you go check out Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and, of course, the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. Have a great weekend as well, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow.
0: Don't forget to tune in for the top five players in the NHL on Monday, baby. Peace.